Welcome to Fucking Candyland, hosted by Rampage and Gemini. What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome back to Candyland. Lick it like a lollipop. We have an announcement. The coolest thing has happened since last Wednesday. So Jim and I was being a sneaky person for the last five months and she had planned to surprise me. So if you haven't seen the video on Instagram or Facebook yet, go look at it. I was in utter disbelief and shock at eight o'clock in the morning that Jim and I was there. Um, it was amazing. And those of you that listen to the podcast, like I've been telling her, like I've been trolling her basically since November being like, I'm going to come visit you. Like, yeah, I'll come out. The reason that I said like, I'll buy my ticket in March and I'll come out in May is because I said something on the podcast that to me made it feel like I gave it away. So I even this whole time was in my head thinking that Rampage knew about it. I showed up, this girl's face turned ghost white, mouth wide open. She had no idea. No, I really didn't know at all because just the whole situation, like I just did not know. And I'm glad that I didn't know because honestly, I like surprises if they're done right. I don't like surprises that feel half-assed and this felt very thought out. There was a lot of thought that went into like keeping the secret. And I'm, anyways, I'm so excited that we finally got to see each other in person. And I feel like, I was thinking about right before we started recording, like I feel so much more connected with you now that we've like met in person and like the, it's exactly the same in person as it is on the podcast. Like you're my bitch. What's crazy is that like all of this came together and I really did not know. And it was like, there was so many unexpected twists and turns on our trip to Utah. And yeah. I'm just extremely grateful for the opportunity because we did some stuff that like, I know I'll never do again, probably. Um, we did this trail called Hell's Revenge in Moab, Utah, and it was scary as shit. And I just want to point this out that like these rocks are like boulders. Like it is not just like a regular trail, like, oh, there's some mud and dirt and rocks. No, like there are crazy rocks that I don't even know who decided that you could drive over them or that you could put any of this together but I want to point out that someone was back there with like a 1970 Chevy truck and they were at the top of this mountain and I just don't know how they got up there because I'm telling you some of these dips even on an ATV was like scraping the bottom of the ATV so I just don't know how someone is not knocking off their oil pan or their catalytic converter or something like that on some of these just normal trucks so these rocks, you guys, these are like straight up and down fucking rocks, boulders that you're going over. And then we find out when we get to the fucking bottom that the person who was driving us was in two wheel drive the whole time. They didn't even put it on in four wheel drive. This shit was sliding backwards at one point. Like we made it out alive. Shout out for making it out. It was literally one of those things where once you get back there, there are so many ways that you could get stuck or die 
I don't know why or how they just let anyone who has a license drive these ATVs. Like you can go to a rental company and as long as you're within good standing of your driver's license and you've never drove an ATV, they're like, oh, you're fine. We got you. All you got to do is follow the line of your tour guide, baby. There is no line. There is no line because there's rocks, there's boulders, there's literally mud, there's dirt, there's sand, there's debris. There is no line to follow. And the thing that about it is there's no way in hell that I ever would have thought it was as crazy back there as it really is. And it really is crazy. So this is what like drove me nuts about this is the person that organized this. I told y'all, this isn't just like you're going up like a trail and there's a couple rocks and whatever. I'm like, this is some shit. I go on YouTube. I'm like, look, literally the coffee that sponsors um, Coven of Rejects is Lost Trail Coffee. And they have a flavor hell's revenge. Like the people that I'm talking to, like know what the fuck they're talking about. And I'm like, this is going to be an adventure. Like you should be an experienced person going on these trails. And this person's like, oh, no, you don't. Everything you're watching is is bullshit. That's all fucked up and fake. And then we get on the trail and it's exactly what I said it was going to be. Well, I think the difference between what you were watching and like us going out there with a tour guide is that the tour guide has a direct trail and those people were just hitting every spot back there. But needless to say, the trail hit every spot back there. And even though we had a tour guide, he thought the person that was driving our vehicle knew what they were doing. But come to find out, they actually had not drove an ATV in a long time and they didn't even put it in four wheel drive. So the whole time I'm wondering why the cars or the ATVs in front of us are like spider monkeys and why we're rolling backwards and slipping and like not making the turns like they were. And then we made it all the way through the three hour trail and the guy's like, turn your four wheel drive off. And no one said anything. And then later on, the girl was like, oh, by the way, I didn't want to tell you all, but I didn't have four wheel drive on the whole time. I'm like, great. Perfect. I was just like, of course you didn't. And I didn't want to go anyways. But anyways, we we did the thing. Shockingly, we survived. Um, my favorite day of the whole trip, though, was Monday when you, me, and Jackie spent the whole day. Like, we went shopping. First of all, we got that car, which was a lifesaver. And then we went shopping at all these different spots. And something that, and I realized it on the trip that I really loved was, there was no feeling guilty about asking questions or wanting to do something or if something was suggested being like, no, nah, I'm not really into that. Like there was never a point where I was like, it may cause friction if I tell Paige, I don't want to do this. Or if I tell Jackie, like, can we go back to that store so I can return this thing that I literally just bought because I found something better. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I think traveling with people in general can be difficult. And I think that anyone that thinks they're best friends or think they're going to go get married or whatever, they need to go on a week-long trip with that person regardless, because it doesn't matter how close you are when you're cooped up in a cabin or a small space, it can get sticky. And, you know, I think that especially as an adult in my thirties, I haven't really experienced too many like fallen out or like mean girl toxic situations with people but being in a cabin with people that you barely know for a week is very trying and triggering and they always say that if you think you're healed you should go spend a week with your parents but also if you think that person's your best friend or you want to marry them you should go spend a week in a cabin with them and I think that 
it can make or break your relationship depending on the situation. I agree. And that's where I mean, that's why I think I feel so much more connected with our friendship now too, is like, I've lived with you inside of a tiny house and inside of an Airbnb, like we've had, now we've like actually been put in situations where like shit was fucked up and we had to find solutions and we had to like control energy and like our emotions and things. And on positive things too, like we had experiences in that ATV. We've gone on hikes now and connected with like mother earth and nature together. And those mountains in Utah were so beautiful. I remember when we started that hike, I literally felt like overwhelmed by the energy because I've never been somewhere where I felt so small before as I did on that hike on those mountains. You know, honestly, I love Utah because they just have such a beautiful atmosphere. And I know for people that grow up like with mountain ranges and trees and stuff, like it's just so pretty out there because it's just flat. And like, it was such a beautiful experience. I went to Utah a couple years ago and it was super transformative and it has been one of the main places on my bucket list. So it's really cool that we were able to share all of these new and exciting experiences because that ATV ride really like woke me up of like, wow, like, wow, like there's people that do this all the time. Like there's seven roads back here and shit. Like this is normal for people to get out here and drink and like do this. And I'm like, wow, y'all are fucking crazy. But I will say everyone in Utah is hella adventurous. I think people just come out of the womb, like rock climbing there because it's very normal. It's just like, fuck, he's two. He can go. He can go rock climbing, you know? And I think that a lot of people in Utah don't realize how people that live in more like city or like, you know, metropolitan type areas, like are not exposed to that and how like different that is for someone who lives in a city or like isn't exposed to that so I am really glad that we did it the more that I think about it the more I'm like wow I'll probably never ever do that again especially not hell's revenge but the fact that they ranked that trail at a number two difficulty and that they go all the way up to 10 just is beyond me because there was so much going on back there like people stuck people like you know, slid off into holes and you look over at them and they just wait. Like they don't even care that their truck is smoking and that the tire is popped and that their ass in is buried in mud and rock. They're just like, oh, it's fine. See y'all. Just crazy. It's just like, they're built different out there. It was funny when we went over that first initial like big hill that we had to go in, go through when we came out on the other side, I could see this truck on this, like, it was that truck that slid, but you could see it on this like high, 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 like mountain in the distance. And I'm like, how the fuck did they get up there? And then they're like, oh, the same way we're going to get up there. We're about to drive that too. And I, my gloves were soaking fucking wet because I was hanging on to that bar so hard the whole time I would pull my cell phone out to like take pictures of the surroundings and I would be like this like taking a picture holding on hella tight like <laughs> did you know that you thumbs up to me I thumbs up to you yeah on the on the screen just now a thumbs up came up in the corner I didn't even touch the screen really I didn't even touch it well spirit is like go girl spirit said thumbs up for you bitches 
I don't know, but I will say that I really, really enjoyed like the surprise because as an adult, I think we get all the fun sucked out of like our birthdays and surprises because pretty much now, like, especially in my case, being like an only child and single and stuff, like if I don't plan something for my birthday, nothing happens. Like if I don't plan it, nothing happens. So, you know, I thought it was cool that for once, like I really didn't know. And I don't, I I guess it's because I wasn't speculating that you were going to go to Utah with us because you don't like hiking really. So like, I never dreamed that you would even like, even if you could go that you were going to go, I guess. So I just like blocked that option out of my head and just kind of like, didn't even entertain it. So like never once did I like, ask my cards like is Jim and I gonna come to Utah or like you know I just never asked I guess like that's kind of the sign of like don't close mouths don't get fed because I guess if maybe I would have asked spirit they maybe would have told me but it's like I didn't ask I didn't even think about it I never even entertained the idea so when it happened I was legitimately so freaking shocked I was like there's no freaking way that she's here right now. And it's crazy because Jackie and me had like the same reaction. And even though we like weren't looking at each other, we had like that same reaction. And it was so funny because I was like utterly surprised. I was like, no fucking way. Like what? (laughs) I loved that I got to cook for you on the trip. Like it was really only the last day that we like went out and ate. And you would be like, my inner child needed this. And I was like, I'm just here to be your mother. (laughs) Honestly, like I love feeling like nurtured and supported and stuff like that. Like when people are like, oh, let's just stay home and cook or I'll cook. Like I'm like, shit, sign me up, sign me up. I mean, I think overall, like we got to experience a whole different like lifestyle together because like that's completely out of our elements, but I'll be interested to like hang out where like at least one of us is in our comfort zone. Like, oh, I know where we're going or, oh, I know this or whatever. Um, I will say that Utah is such a beautiful place, but I think next on my bucket list is going to be like Montana or something like that to go explore since I've been to Utah twice now and I've seen both sides of the state but the one thing I love about Utah is their speed limits are mainly 80. That it's like that here in Idaho too. Two things one my dad lives in Montana so I have like the hookups in Montana. Um, Two I can't wait to take you. I'm going to take you on a California coast trip. And I'm not talking dusty ass SoCal. We're going to go Monterey. We're going to do Marina. We're going to do Big Sur. I'm going to show you that whole area because out of all the places that I've ever lived, that's my favorite place. It's where I met my husband. It's where like we had Mac and our daughter, like that is my spot. I will show you everything. I know where the good places are to stay. I know where all the good places are to eat. I know every fucking thing. I got married in Big Sur. I know the Redwood hikes in Big Sur. I know the restaurant down in Big Sur. I fucking got you, boo. She knows everything about Big Sur. Honestly, this is the thing that I love is that we both were able to like experience life together on a different level and element. Cause like, even when I went to Utah before, like I saw people with the Jeeps and the, and like all the things that they do, but never once was I like, Oh, I'm going to rent one of those and go drive it off a cliff real quick and see what happens because (laughs) everyone else is doing, you know, but legitimately some of the things that happened just have kept me like, 
I don't know. I think as humans, we get in our comfort zone. It's like, oh, I would never do that or, you know, whatever. And so I think it's cool that we were able to like break some personal barriers as well as just barriers altogether. Cause I'll be honest, like I've never went anywhere with someone that I trusted enough to drive on that thing (laughs) that we just drove on. Like, no. I, looking back on that trip, I feel like I completely understand why spirit made it happen the way that it did as far as like me being able to go. And I was even thinking on the trip, like I booked that trip at a time when I didn't even know if I was going to be able to afford to go, but I had the money at least for my ticket and I would figure it out. And then I just, my income started increasing up to the point of going. So I was able to do that trip without any kind of financial stress on anything, all of the situations that came up, I'm like, I could afford to get myself out of this situation. I could afford to get myself a different plane ticket, a different car, a different place, you know, whatever it was. And I feel like I was there for a reason too. Cause I can't imagine it just being you and Jackie with the way that the trip went. I, I just can't imagine it only being you two in that situation. And so I feel like there was a reason that like, it all transpired the way that it did. So I do want to say that there's a lot that changed with this trip that was just shocking. So we planned this trip back in November and the person who invited us out to Utah lives in Utah. And it was a mutual friend of mine and Gemini's. And of course we had never met this person. And I just want to say that I am the same fucking person on the internet as I am in real life. Like if you're listening to this and you know me, then you fucking know me. And I don't make shit up. Like I'm not out here like, oh, I don't drink. And then I'm at the bar every weekend and people see me. I'm not on here saying one thing and then doing another. I'm not like, oh, I'm celibate, but I actually have fuck buddies over here. Like, no, like I am me. I think sometimes I may put a more not, I won't say like watered down version of myself, but I put like a more presentable version of myself online because that's what everyone does. It's our highlight reel. Like, but I have gotten on there rough, crying, upset, and like been vulnerable as well. So I think there's a healthy mix of both on my social media, as well as like Gemini's complete TikTok following is relating with her on a personal level. Like my TikTok following wants a reading. Her TikTok following actually fucks with her and wants to see what she bought at a store and shit. So you can't say that someone's fake when there's 65,000 people want to watch her open up a fucking TJ Maxx bag. Great. But like this person that we met with seemed or thought that we were fake or acting phony from comparison to what we act online and what it really was in my opinion is that this girl was more committed to growing friendships and bonds back in November than she met her now husband like right after that or around that time and I just think that the whole relationship personal life had escalated for her and it became a burden that the trip was still going to happen and that she had committed to all these things with you and the surprise and driving to the airport two different times and all of that stuff. And so I don't want to begrudge her because I do think that she at heart maybe had good intentions in the beginning, but I just think that the intentions um, turned a bit selfish towards the end. And I think that she was self-sabotaging by trying to push away these bonds, these friendships, because now they don't 
really matter to her. Like now she's got this husband, she's all locked in with that. So I just think that at the end of the day, making friends that live across the country isn't a priority anymore. But the fact that me and this girl had a Snapchat streak that was like over a hundred days, meaning that we've snapped or talked every day for over a hundred days blows my mind that when we get to Utah, it's like, this was a bad idea. I don't even know why I did this. You are so fucking nice and so classy about the way that you say things because the way that the trip went was, first of all, don't host people. Don't have people come to your state and say that you're hosting people and you plan this trip and be pissed off and telling everybody how you're being used because you're the fucking ride and they have to go to the grocery store to get food at the Airbnb because you all agreed that you're going to be doing cooking and be a nightmare to everybody. And then what got me was the you're catering to Paige and by making dinner and it's really pissing me off. And like I made dinner, I cleaned Anytime, like I'm the person, if I'm going to get up and get a glass of water and you're sitting comfortable, I'm going to be like, would you like a glass of water? I did that to every single person. I was consistent just because you decide that you want to go on a spiritual retreat with people and you want to get fucking lit off your ass on vodka doesn't mean that we did something wrong. And if your reaction is to walk away from situations when you're upset, cool then don't bring the situation back up after you've walked away and expect for people to not have a problem with it. I'm also like, we all tried to talk to her. She didn't want that. I'm the person who I don't want to make somebody else feel uncomfortable. If I've already been very clear that like I have an issue with a situation and you don't want to discuss it, resolve it, there's no way I can get out of the situation because we're on a trip. I'm not going to spend my time in a negative energy space and project that onto you so that you're miserable. I'm going to do my best to enjoy my time with the other people there. And I don't know how that's fake and phony, because if you want to talk and you want to talk about it, I'm here. We were all here. We all were down to have a conversation. And furthermore, if you're going to go on a trip with people, whether you invited them or not, if you're going to be on the phone the whole time, don't fucking go. You should have let us know that you would rather spend the time with your husband and then to come on this trip and get mad at all of us when we're all spending time together and you're on the phone in a loft the whole time and then you're upset you don't have bonding experiences. Well, I think what upsets me about it is like originally, you know, I just thought it was me, her and Jackie so then we added you to the equation and then she made it seem like you were doing all this shit that you weren't supposed to do. But yet she ate everything that you cooked. She never fucking cleaned a thing. She literally was in and out of the cabin all hours of the night. She literally had told us on the way there that when we got back to her house after the cabin to not mention anything that we done in her hometown. Like, don't mention anybody that we met up with. If we ran into anybody while we were down there, don't mention any names. Don't tell him. Don't mention any guys and all this stuff. And like, for me, y'all haven't even been married a whole month. Like you, at this point, the beginning of the trip, you've been married for three weeks. And I just feel like 
that doesn't really sound like a stable foundation to be going out with three strangers that you've met from the internet or whatever. And then to be like, wow, fuck this. I don't even want to be here. But yet you're asking us to lie and fabricate a story of maybe what actually happened when we finally do meet your husband in person. So after everybody had their falling out at the beginning of the cabin, we decided to make the most of the last day that we had and we did the ATV and we had fun, but that was only because we all did what that person wanted. Jim and I wanted to stay at the cabin. She didn't want to go on the ATV whatsoever, but that was not going to fly. If you didn't go on that cat, if you didn't go on that ride, she was going to make it where no one got to go. And that's childish because like we're grown adults and we're not just 19, 20, 21. Like she is literally closer to 40 than 30. I'm literally 30. Jackie's in her 30s. You're at your late 20s. Like we're grown ass adults. So I just don't get why a grown ass adult can't make a grown ass decision based on what they actually want to do without making it ruckus. And then another thing that upset me was like majority of the things that she wanted to complain about were absolutely a product of her being on the phone, being absent and being drunk. That's it. You know, what got me was I paid $60 for us to have this portable fire pit. So you guys are going to enjoy this fire pit. And like every night was making it a thing. She sat out there for 10 minutes, one night and made a s'more and left and was talking to men on the phone and going and driving and seeing dude and whatever and having some bullshit excuse. So, and then we were the ones who sat there and stargazed and laughed and did all the things. How are you going to say that you're left out of something you don't even put yourself into? How do you expect us to also by saying, I paid for that. We all split everything 100% evenly on that trip. I split everything evenly before you even know, knew that I was coming there. Well, and on top of that is like every time that something would come up, she would be like, oh, you can just pay me when we get there. And I would be like, no. And I would just cash up her the money. So like I had cashed up money for groceries the day we left at her house, like gas, like all the things. So I don't get where there was all this drama and like chaos or disrespect from her end. But I just want to say that I still had a really great trip and I'm appreciative of everything that happened to get us to this point because, you know, some of that was made possible by her. But I think there was just like some jealousy or maybe like she didn't feel included because the attention was now taken off of her. I don't really know. I I agree with you that I think that she had those feelings of jealousy or whatever the attention not being on her. What I don't understand is one, why? And two, if you have these other people consistently, because there were three of us who were consistently like, would you like to do this? We're thinking about doing this. Would you like to do this? How about we go here today? How about we do this? What would you like for dinner? What would, what, what are you feeling? And they literally contribute absolutely nothing. They give you no, no, nothing. You say, Hey, how can we resolve this? Cause you seem like you're really frustrated and they yell and they don't want to communicate. Like that's something that they need to figure out for themselves. And that's not on other people. It's not our responsibility as three fucking adults to be like, I'm sorry, baby. Did you need me to say that nicer to you when you've been a royal cunt the whole time? 
what's crazy is like I know that we're like 50 episodes in to our podcast but I feel like Gemini has said this more than once that if she don't fuck with you she's gonna block you like she said that so many times and so you know I know that this girl like you know maybe has her own perception of what happened but if you are listening or you're going to still listen to the podcast for one you knew none of us drank and so the whole I'm only going to bring a little wine so I can just have a glass in the evening was a great story till you showed up with a liter of vodka and um drank drank it it for two days well three nights she drank it in three nights so you know I just want to say that that really was disappointing because if I would have known that even for one minute that was your intention I would have reconsidered you know, only having one car four hours from the airport and city, you know, just different things that wouldn't have been a big argument at the time, but it would have been nice to know or to at least have awareness that that could have been the new experience because I don't fuck with people who heavily drink. Like I'm cool with a drink or two, like take the top off or whatever, or a drink with food, but I'm not cool with not eating all day drinking from one or two in the afternoon till one or two in the morning and bitching and being depressed and then the next day being upset that you have a migraine and then blaming it on no sleep when it's literally because you're drinking alcohol like it's water you're not hydrating your body you're not taking care of yourself and maybe you're not sleeping as well but that headache is because you're dehydrated and you're in the mountains and whatever so it's just like don't act like everyone else is the problem and maybe take a little account accountability that you're a grown-ass adult and that you're making really poor decisions and the reason you feel left out is because no one else drinks and no one else was going to party like that and because all your friends in the desert were partying like that I think you wanted to be with your friends in the desert rather than your friends from the states that you brought in and the more that you sat there and saw everyone sober having a good time the more you had a bad time and hated yourself because you're an alcoholic And every person that we ran into brought up your drinking and I took a mental note of it. And several people, at least two in my mind, mentioned you always drinking half gallons and asked if you still did that. And you brought a liter, which is close enough in my opinion. And I'm just like, just because you mix it now with an energy drink or whatever, does it make it any less of a problem from drinking it straight? And I go through this with my own mother. So honestly, baby girl, I felt like I spent four days with my fucking mom, of which that would have been the last thing that I would have taken a week off work for, period. I don't care if Gemini was going to be there or not. If I would have known that you were going to drink hard alcohol, not like a seltzer or a beer or maybe like some wine or something, I really wouldn't have went, I would have never agreed to go if you would have been like, okay, well, on the weekends, I get hammered. If that would have ever been brought into my awareness, I would have been like, oh, hell no. See, okay. And then here's the other aspect of that for me. So yes, the alcohol thing. It's the, you drink liquor by yourself and you're upset that you invited three 420 friendly girls and told them, 
off. You guys are going to be all hooked up and taken care of when you come down because it's legal at dispensaries here and I've got the hookup for you guys. So you're going to be texting everybody, including myself, about how you're getting it for them while they're in town and you've got the connection. And then you're going to sit there mad at us the whole time because you don't get down on that. But meanwhile, we wouldn't have even cared about you drinking the liquor if you didn't turn into a bitch. Yeah, if like, you could just drink and just chill, I, we wouldn't have cared. We'd have done our thing. You'd have done your thing. But you say you're so left out, but you're the only person who was judging and you treat everybody like they're a mean girl. But we were literally like I we were doing all of the things you didn't have to do anything but drive us there and get us to the to the store and what activities like everything's within a 20 minute drive. And what was weird about that is we overpaid for gas. Like you would put 30 in your car and we'd give you like 50. So I'm like just mm. confused just from the start. But the thing that makes me more upset is like alcohol is a depressant. So when I see people who drink all the time, depressed, mad, angry, and upset, I can't help but think it's a product of your own actions and choices. And I don't have any sympathy for you. So once again, I felt traumatized from what felt like being in a cabin with my mother. And then there was Jim and I like trying to feed my inner child. And then here's my like monster mom on alcohol screaming and you're catering to Paige and it makes me sick. I've heard you say that baby girl. I was acting like I was asleep and that I didn't hear everything. But as soon as we heard y'all really start yelling, we opened our door and started listening. I just never told even Gemini that I heard a lot of it because I just didn't want to get in on all of it. But when you all started screaming at the top of your fucking lungs and you stormed off and slammed the door, but before you left, grabbed your vodka out of the refrigerator, baby, I saw it. I heard it. I saw it. I think it's a real bitch move. For somebody to start an argument and drag people's character and start a fight. And I'm sitting here saying, how do we, I don't want you to feel like that. We're not feeling like that about you. Like this is all one-sided. Like we're not having an issue and you're going to scream. Now we have an issue. And the fact that it didn't come to blows and I didn't get arrested in Utah is like, I passed spirits fucking test because I was boiling fucking hot. And like, if you had I'm glad that you stayed in the room and that you stayed asleep or asleep because if you had come out of the room and she had yelled at you, I would have thrown her off the loft. And I'm not even I, like I was I was I was fucking ready for a reason at that point. Like if she got up, I didn't care that we had to crouch in that bitch. I would have like <laughs> and I'm glad that it didn't come to that because I don't like being put in those situations. And I like you brought up earlier. I've always said, if I don't fuck with you, I block you. I don't want you looking at my stuff. I don't want to hear about your projection and more of your viewpoint on anything. I don't want to see your face. I will just never talk to you again. And I promise it's fine. I will not miss you. Honestly, I don't know how someone who has never met us in person thinks that they can project all that onto us and that we would still want to go to her house, meet her husband and her son and lie to her husband and 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 then be real fake and phony. Cause like the only way the only person that's being fake and phony is us coming in and lying to your three-week relationship of a husband and telling him, Oh yeah, um 
no, we didn't do all the things that you're asking that we did or whatever. No, she didn't get told by a man specifically to send her money via Venmo and then have to go and leave and go to his house for an hour and come back with some crazy ass story. We had no fucking idea. If you're going to lie to your partner and you're going to ask people to cover a lie, whether you did something physically or whatever or not, the fact that you feel guilty about it enough that you would have people lie to your partner for you, you've got no loyalty to the person that you're sleeping with and sharing sexual energy with. You have no fucking loyalty to anybody else. And I will not be a part of it. And, you know, and there was like a lot of balance in this trip because Gemini and this person are both married. Me and Jackie are both single and childless, but both of you both have one son and you're married. Or, you know what I mean? So it was kind of like this balance of like what you were saying about the disrespect towards her husband is like 1000%. And in my opinion, I don't know exactly what happened, but I think something happened while she was gone that she either felt guilty about or felt upset about or felt like triggered by and then wants to take that out on you and then on us and on other people. And I really don't get why you would bring people to your hometown if you're afraid that you're going to do something wrong and that they're going to need to laugh at you because like that's not really starting out a friendship very well when you're like oh yeah by the way met this guy a few months ago we got married could you lie to him for me because I know we just met like an hour ago or two days ago but could you lie to him for me? Like that makes zero sense to me on your character building, because honestly, a trip, like a vacation, even with family can be very testing and trying. Imagine going on a vacation with like two or three strangers that you know from the internet and then being in the middle of nowhere where there are no rental car companies, there are no Ubers, there are no lifts, there are no rides back to the city. That was the thing is not only did she do all of this, but then she, uh, on top of that was like, I'm not fucking staying here in this cabin with y'all. I'm leaving. And she's the one with the vehicle. And then at one point she was like, well, I left my keys. And I'm like, so you who is mentally unstable in this whole situation, you leave your car keys and ditch us. We take your vehicle that is stealing your car. Like, so that was your great fucking, the ideas that people have on vodka make no sense. And it's a spiritual, like, it's a spiritual thing that we were going for. Like, it wasn't just some random thing. It was like, I, yes, to your point, like married, have a kid, took time away from my family to go to this because we fucking work really hard. We're always doing shit. I wanted to let my guard down and emotionally recharge and be filled with like, friendship and the energy that quite frankly we always have with our podcast because this is the first time that we've drugs well I've drugged men on here before but this is the first time that we've had a situation that's like actual drama that we've been involved in and for her to know that that's the energy that you and I maneuver in and then to expect that it was going to be different in person I don't I'm pretty consistent as a person in person or otherwise (laughs) And I feel like I've said a million fucking times that loyalty is the only thing that's important to me. Like, I do not care who you dated before me, what you did before me, whatever, whatever, loyalty. Like, the concept of loyalty that when you say what you're saying that I can trust you and that I can believe you, no matter if you're mad or you're upset or you're hurt or you're crying or you're happy or whatever, 
your loyalty does not change. And I think that's what was not working for me was the retraction of support and consistency and appreciation and even just respect that she was extending doing all this stuff like yeah girl you put in a lot of work to make this happen and we were being hella grateful like if you would have just sat down buckled up and shut up People were going to wait on your ass hand and foot too, but you weren't in the room long enough to receive anything because you're blocking your blessings. And I know I've said this before and I'll say it again, like a million people want that perfect relationship or that perfect friendship or that perfect moment to smack them in the fucking face. But I promise you, if you're only looking at things through lens of your trauma or lenses of your insecurities and fears and whatever, you're going to reject that every time. So although this girl may have found a perfect person that she's just so in love with, she's going to project that onto that person. Just like we were all trying to be friends and have a good time and build memories and bonds that would last for a lifetime. Either way, the memory is going to last for a lifetime. But, you know, I am not going to be upset with this person. I'm not going to hold any grudge. I'm not even going to block them. But they didn't project or spew all that hatred onto me. It's like they took it out on Gemini, but included me and Jackie into the equation rather than setting down and approaching everyone in a group like, hey, you all are leaving me out and this is what can make it better. Can we try that? Like, that would be cool. And then move on. But instead, she rejected any chance to have any normalcy or conversation on the trip and then had the audacity to think Sunday morning when we checked out that we were actually going to drive four hours and go back to her fucking house for two nights like you've got to be delusional baby girl and that's the only thing I'm going to say about that because who treats people like that expresses you don't want them around you don't want them at your house and you don't fucking like them and then think that me being the boss that I am ain't just going to take care of it. Like as soon as you said, we need to get an Airbnb. Can you put this on your card? I was like, done. Fuck that. Like, we're not playing these games. Like as soon as I realized that we were not going back to our house, I wasn't going to spend my Saturday worrying about where we were going to stay. Right. Like I was going to get it taken care of so that I could have a peace of mind. So of course I didn't say that to her. Of course I didn't tell everyone and like spew it all over the, the stage, but I also didn't want to go hands to hands with fucking bloody mary over here like i'm over here trying to fucking live my life and i'm not trying to turn up and argue and be in a bad mood and i think that that's what this person wanted she wanted people to be in a bad mood like she was even though that had nothing to do with us i'll be your huckleberry baby if she'd have stood up and she'd have wanted to go hand to hand i'd have gone hand to hand i had bail money no i'm just kidding <laughs> i mean i'm not kidding i'm fucking serious but at the same time she was projecting it as much as she could. Like when we went to brunch on Sunday at her friend's restaurant, keep in mind our second time eating there, spending money local with her friend and her friend was a doll, like shout out. What was it called? Canyons uh, Steak and Waffles? Canyon Steak and Waffles. It was fucking dank. It's in Moab. You have to go there. It was really good. And her friend was a, a beautiful person. And honestly, I think that she was a different person when she lived there 10, 12 years ago. And I think that it was triggering old memories, old wounds, old things for her. And I think instead of just being vulnerable of like, wow, you know, my child's father lives here. I feel um, triggered. I feel upset. I feel some type of way. And expressing that and being vulnerable, she took that out on us because like, baby girl, 
you cannot say that I'm not the same person online. You saying that we brought a bunch of outfits and multiple suitcases, <laughs> uh, then you need to look at my Instagram and, and just go ahead and take inventory of me because I'm not going anywhere without three bags. What the fuck do I look like? A week with a bag? What do, I mean, what am I supposed to bring? A little satchel? Like, would then it made you happy if I wore the same underwear all week? Like, what do you want from me? Yes, I had a hoodie for every day. What did you want from me? Like, I don't know why it matters how many bags you bring. Is she paying for your luggage? She is not. So what does it matter how many bags you bring, what you're doing, how many outfits you have? It didn't bother me in one fucking way or the other. And honestly, I feel like it was just a projection of insecurity. Like just say that you don't wear cute clothes or that you don't care about your appearance. They did the whole trip. All I do is wear leggings and hoodies. Oh, and I'm over here. Like I hadn't. I literally was in the bathroom for two minutes putting on mascara and she goes to the microwave and is like, cause I'm not high maintenance. I can just do my makeup in the microwave thing. And I'm like, would you like to share the mirror? Cause it's big enough. I'm not doing my whole face. I'm just doing mascara. And she just ignores me. And, and I didn't even hear the comment that she made. Jackie told me the comment that she made. So like, I, I don't like it. I don't like someone just being a bitch for the sake of being one and then taking zero personal accountability and projecting that on everybody else. I'm really grateful that when I told you guys, like, I'm not going back and I'm not staying at her house. Like, I'm just not doing that. I wasn't going to be in a situation where then like, I, I, I just, I wasn't going to do it. I didn't want to lie to her husband for her. I didn't like any of it. And when I said that you were like, say less. Yeah. Cause like, honestly, I don't know what's up with me and traveling in 2023, but by April of last year, I had been on several amazing trips already. And this year I have been on two trips and they have both been literal walking nightmares from Detroit to Utah, from one coast to the next. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I think it's the trend of trying to plan a trip with three or more people all of a sudden that's just not working. Cause I normally, it's just me and one person. You going on trips with people who don't know how to host trips because even like she knew that area one you and you've gone on trips where the people just didn't know the area. And so like, I think that's like two strikes is like, mm. whatever, but I'm telling you, I'm the hostess with the fucking mostest and I'm going to rock your world next year when we go to Monterey and down the coast. Well, I just want to say that, like, I have a friend coming in this weekend who is driving about 13 hours to come here and go to a concert and do things with me. And one of the things that she said, and I never said this, she said, I want to cook for you and Jackie and take care of y'all on Friday night. And this was before, like, any, she doesn't even know about anything in Utah. She didn't know anything about what was going on, nothing. But the fact that this woman wants to drive from the AM to the PM, Thursday through Friday, then get here and go to the grocery and cook for us, says a lot about the type of energy that I need in my fucking life, baby. We have different levels that we bring. So when Jim and I was catering to me or taking care of me, 
this bitch doesn't know what the fuck I do for you behind the scenes or maybe what I did for you years ago that even got us to the point of meeting and being together. So that's just one. For two, the girl that's coming in from Kansas, it's the same thing with her. She accredits me with all the stuff that I did for her spiritually. So maybe this is her way of honoring that and, and giving back. So it's like for this lady to be like, that would never be me. Okay, great. But no one gives a fuck because I have plenty that's of why I literally wouldn't even have my businesses if it hadn't been for conversations that we had when I was like, literally like at my sickest, most like low point in my life. And so like, I accredit literally like a huge part of like my businesses, my brand, my everything, not to mention that you and I literally have a business and a brand together in addition to what we independently do. Like there's a deep rooted, like foundation of like love appreciation there. Absolutely. I'm going to go out of my way to make sure that like you're taking care of that you're good, but you did the exact same thing for me. Like, sure. When you're talking about like physical things that I did, yeah, I cooked and, and cleaned and, and, was the house mom or whatever, but you were balancing my emotions. You were the person who was like, we're not going to do it like this. Like, you know, you can be calm about it. This is how we're going to do it. You were the buffer when like, like things were getting really agitated, like behind the scenes, you helped ground me. And that's a huge reason why I was able to get through that situation and think clearly through it because my initial thing is to like fight my way out of it. And I didn't do that with you there. So maybe that person just has never experienced like a deep, healthy friendship where you're genuinely doing nice things for each other and taking care of each other because you love that person. You care about them. You want them to be comfortable. I was also much closer to my home than you were. I could eat, if I had found a rental car, I could have driven home in, you know, nine hours from Moab, five hours from Salt Lake. And I could have been fine. My husband could have come and picked us up, like whatever. You didn't have that. You came from Kentucky, clear across the country. So I also felt like I had, I knew that you weren't being treated right and hosted right. So I felt like it was on my shoulders to make sure that you had like comfort and security, if that makes sense. Well, I, all in all, like, I think because, you know, I am used to exactly what happened and you and Jackie both pointed that out that I grew, I grew up in an environment exactly like that. Like exactly what we experienced for four nights is, is the environment that I grew up in my whole life. So where when we got to the Airbnb on Sunday and I'm like, all right, ladies, what's up? Let's go for a walk. The Walgreens is down the road. Everyone's looking at me fucking traumatized. Jackie and Gemini both just like cried. I ended up crying later that night to like just release. Um, I also thought I had dirt in my eye because it was swelling. So I wanted to get the dirt out because um, the lady that we were with decided that we didn't need goggles when we actually needed goggles on the ATV. So thanks, sister. Uh, went to the eye doctor today. Everything's all good. They prescribed $150 eye drops. So uh, we might be picking those up tomorrow. I don't know. I haven't gotten them yet. I'm deciding if I really need them. Um, but with that being said, it was a little traumatic when this lady saying all these crazy things about leaving us because like growing up, I had been like left and abandoned. Um, one time when I was like 11, my mom forgot about me at the fair with my friend. She like got fucked up in the beer booth and just bounced from the fair and 
I was there, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and so I've went through a lot of traumatic things where I didn't have a ride, like exactly the scenario she was trying to put us in. So I don't know. I just like, wasn't worried about it. Like, and then when we got to the Airbnb, I just, I felt like hurt like, wow, this girl did this. But then also I felt like, wow, like I took one L but got like a big win because Gemini's here and I didn't know Gemini was going to be here. So like in, in all, I guess I like being a Libra moon just found that real balanced point of it and was just like, fuck it. And it really didn't get me. Um, you know, I won't think much about it. Like two weeks ago by and I'll just completely forget like all the bad stuff that happened and just probably only be remembering like the really cool stuff that happened. So at, the end of the day, I just feel like it's cool that we could be there and support each other through something. I'm sure spirit wanted to put us in some weird ass situation for the first time we met just because like, that's how the universe works. There is balance in everything. Like something really cool happened and then something really crazy was happening. But I think at the end of the day, people will realize that they're the fucking bad guy in their own story and like that they keep repeating those situations time and time again so if there's anything that you all can take from this story is like don't commit to something months in advance and then let it get down to the day and you reject it or you resent it I think that the appropriate time to change or cancel plans is three weeks before anything after three weeks, you're a fucking asshole. Do not make plans with me, period. And and I mean like trips, like, okay, you have to go to a funeral suddenly and you need to change something. Okay, cool. But like, don't scream at the top of your lungs that you knew it was a bad idea. And no. you never know what when you're having shitty actions, what other people go through as a result of your shitty actions. So like for you you're you grew up in that environment so your response was different for me I felt and I didn't realize this till we got back to the Airbnb um to like to, or to our place that we got in Salt Lake together but when we were down there I literally was in like a fight or flight mode because I literally felt like I was living with my ex and when I look back on all the emotions that I felt in that situation, all of the gaslighting, all of the, it's your fault, the abusing substance and like then yelling at me about what I'm doing, but you're doing something and like, but I haven't done anything wrong. Staying up to make sure that you're okay and you can get back in the house when you're not responding after you just took off in a bad mental state. Like all of that shit, it made me go through like my own shit about being with my ex. So as soon as we got to the Airbnb, our Airbnb, the reason that I cried was because I, one, I was so angry. And two, I was, I felt so safe all of a sudden, as soon as we locked the door and like, I just let my whole guard down because I was comfortable with you and Jackie. I wasn't comfortable on, on the rest of those parts. And then I fucking cried and it was a thing. Okay, so spirit is on fucking one. You were talking, the thumbs up popped up. Both your hands were moving. Swear to God, both your hands were moving. At that same time, I had went to hit the mute button right before and sneezed. As soon as I took it off mute, thumbs up came up when you said, I was comfortable with you and Jackie. I swear to God, and it stayed for like 10 seconds and then it went away again and then you finished your sentence. Well, your hands were like- you were doing stuff, but you almost like, I don't know. And that's crazy. So with that being said, your girl will not be planning any more six night 
seven day trips. So it was really six days, six nights, the way that our flight from Kentucky to Salt Lake was. But I have learned time and time again that literally four days, four nights is my fucking limit. And that includes the two travel days that go with that. You know what I mean? Because Typically where I'm going these days don't have any direct flights in the time frames that I want them. And so my flight times are always like five, six hours because you have like a small layover or you go to Chicago or whatever. I We're going to do four days, three nights for Monterey. I've already, because in two days we could spend one full day in Monterey, one full day in like Big Sur and Santa Cruz, whatever. And then you have a day for traveling in, a day for traveling home. Well, 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 that's fine because I'm telling you three to four days, I think is just like a perfect timeline, especially when you're doing a bunch of stuff and like, whatever. I mean, I have a house sitter and like my animals were fine and I know all that, but like, it's just nerve wracking to just be gone that long and have all these bags and all these clothes and all this stuff. So I personally, unless I'm going out of the country or somewhere hella exotic, will not be going anywhere longer than five nights. So just fucking fuck you. (laughs) I was like, I don't know why I planned a week long trip ever. I just like was so confused because honestly, I thought that we only were staying at her house for like those transition nights. But the fact that we ended up actually was like half and half. Can you hear my cat? Yeah. He's annoying me. Um, before we like wrap up something that I want to be sure to say too, for not just her that's listening, but for other people, like if you're inside of a relationship where that person makes you feel guilty for going on a trip and being away from them, or they feel, they make you feel like you have to check in with them every 20 minutes and you have to tell them every little detail of every little thing or they're on your ass, or you're worried that they're going to be mad if you don't do that or whatever, that is not a healthy dynamic. That's not a supportive dynamic for you to have, especially additionally, if that person has their own thing that they go and do, their own hustle that they go and have, they go and they leave town, or they go and they hang out with people, or they do things, and you're supposed to hold down the fort, you then getting the opposite when you decide to go out that is fucked up energy you deserve better than that everybody deserves better than to be in that situation regardless of if you're home girl or not I genuinely if she listens I genuinely attribute 85 percent of all of the shit that happened to alcohol I think that it not only does it fuck up what you do in the moment it fucks up your memory of what happened your emotions are not clear. And then when you keep on drinking and you haven't had resolution to your situations, you continue to just stifle them down and stifle them down. And every time you're drinking and you're getting drunk, you're changing those circumstances again inside of your head. And I'm telling you that if three people around you are saying, that's not the version of events, those aren't the things that you said, you were impaired, you should listen to the other people around you who have no reason to say anything to lie to you when they're the ones who are trying to uphold honesty the whole time. So I hope that you get help with that. Um, 
just the fact that you don't drink a gallon now and that you went down to a liter that does not fix a problem and problems will happen for you more in life. And you will continue to say that you don't have friends and that girls don't like you. And it's because you drink and you bully them. You're muted, baby. And you gaslight people. And when you're gaslighting people and you're telling people that they're the problem or that they're creating a problem, when in fact you're creating a scenario and then your perception of their reaction is the problem, you're upset that you're not getting the reaction that you want or that you're not like you wanted us to like bow down to you and get into fear mode. Like, oh my God, she's going to leave us. No, bitch, if you would have left us, I would have took a helicopter ride out of there. I would, I would have called the ambulance at this point. (laughs) So it was an emergency. Let my insurance work it out. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But literally though, like the cool thing about it was that Gemini's husband was like, if I have to come get you all, I clearly will. And that was all that really I needed to just get through. And plus I had booked the Airbnb and just moved the fuck on. Um, Shout out the little, it was called a uh, sugar house. It was like this little town in Salt Lake city. And it was such a cute little town because you could walk to everything. And they had all these little, like little witchy stores and little um, boutique stores. And I just thought it was so cute. And it was crazy because the Airbnb that we had found was literally going to be booked up for the rest of the month. But the only two nights that were available were the two nights that we needed. And it was the craziest thing I've never seen something so crazy because when I opened up the schedule to like you know look at the the thing it literally was booked for like the next month which probably meant that somebody was going to come in and stay for like a week or two because whatever but that place literally was like it was cute and it, it like had no problem in that sense but it was like a dingy old person house it smelled like old people and I'm not I love old people old people make me cry when I see old people out <laughs> I love old people. I was like I'm like don't look at them because like they're so cute I want to cry and like whatever um I've been real emotional lately like just like earlier I got on that TikTok trend about people's dogs where it's like you know if I leave the party early to go home to my dog, it's because his life is short and he's my world. And I got on this, like the whole trend where it's like the same song. And I was looking, Oh my God, I was just crying. I don't even have a dog. I don't even have a fucking (laughs) dog. And my cat's going to live for like 25 years. And I'm over here fucking crying over this. So I've just been real emotionally driven lately. And I just want to say that like, you know, I think this is a learning experience for everyone because Jim and I handled the situation maturely and in a good way way um I never got my reading though she was supposed to do a reading for me in person and because all of that got everybody stirred up she never even touched her cards y'all like she never I didn't even open TikTok one time while I was gone because I was just so like I didn't even need any other energies out so because TikTok can get me TikTok has a lot of fear-mongering a lot of what we think is educational sometimes is fear-mongering. Not all of it. There's half and half probably, but it's dark and light. It's balanced. There has to be that on there. But I'll I'll tell you that sometimes like if I get too into something conspiracy-wise on TikTok that I can just ruin my whole month. Like I'll just ruin the, the, my whole frequency because the, the thing is with fear is it consumes your life. And the only way to get out of fear is to step into your most abundant, highest self. And so if you're absorbing content or watching movies or watching things that are 
putting this fear in this like apocalyptic life in your head, you are actively manifesting that. If you literally think that you're in your lifetime, you're going to see an apocalypse or World War III, you very well might because you're manifesting that. They've been telling them that World War III was going to start since 10 years after World War II. Come the fuck on. Like literally so much is happening collectively. And tomorrow when you're listening to this, it will be Thursday. And um, Pluto moves into Aquarius for the first time since 1777. And 777 is my favorite number from Spirit. And when I found out that it had not been in there since then, um, the United States was born in 1776. So I just want to point that math out for everyone that like this is the restart of the United States. Like what we are about to endure is going to be major changes but if you're in the fear collective or the fear mongering bullshit and you're thinking like we're gonna lose this and we're not gonna have these rights or whatever you're going to manifest that for your reality i truly believe that everyone lives in their own frequency their own reality their own version of that reality and you've got to get on the right side of things when it comes to your thought process your collective energy what you're absorbing from other people your perception of what's actually happening and if you're using drugs and alcohol to cope with these changes since covid or before you're going to be fucked you're going to be left behind so i'm really proud of a lot of people that i I know for a fact, I won't name drop that have started working with me or Gemini and gave up the toxic relationship or the alcohol or, or the bad habits or whatever, because that shit's fucking hard. And I'm telling you for the last five years, since I've been on this path, only things have gotten better for me. Like only things have gotten better. And spirit kept telling me that like a big revelation would come from this weekend. And I think this is what I needed to light my fire because you don't fucking know people. You can talk to them every single day for 110 days or whatever I said, and literally not know them at all whatsoever. So tread lightly and maintain your own energy. Do not be making decisions, whether it's what job you're going to take where you're going to move, what school you're going to go to based on a relationship of your family or anyone, because people will come and go. And as you raise your vibration, I promise you, you will leave behind the people that you do not think you will. And that's what's scary about it. And I think that's what's so cool about being able to have this podcast and this platform. And I know that we're inspiring a lot of people because a shit ton of people I know all of a sudden have started a podcast, but do y'all like, I love it. But with that being said, don't think this is easy. Don't think that you're going to like just put it all together and it's going to come together overnight. The only thing that's going to work for a podcast or anything is consistency. So consistency of your energy, your thoughts, whatever, because we've mentioned before, and I'll say it again, like even Bunny, who gets a million downloads a month now, wanted to give up three years in because it wasn't where she thought it would be. So it doesn't matter who your husband is, who your wife is, who you are, whatever. It's the energy and intention. It's because she thought it wasn't doing well enough. It wasn't. Then we started doing energy work. She started really healing on a deep level. Now look at her and look at Gemini. We were talking about that earlier. I just don't think people get that when you actually remove the toxins and the drugs and the alcohol, the bullshit, the drama, the low frequency fear bullshit that your whole life changes and yes that is so scary and yes you have to acknowledge that you are the problem but if you all took anything from this dramatic ass story is that three grown adults were not only bullied and traumatized we were away from home in a place that we had never been and the lady had the audacity to say that she was just as her out of her element as we were 
like baby girl come the fuck on like saying dumb shit to get a reaction almost because it's like how could you say that in a place that you've lived your whole life it makes zero sense it would be like someone coming to Kentucky and I'm literally made in Kentucky and I'm just like oh I don't know anything about this place like what like what the fuck my mind just reels still over the entire situation and I wish that she would have just left it at like she didn't say goodbye I didn't say goodbye. Y'all said goodbye. You got you and Jackie are very nice. And we went to our Airbnb. I wish she would have just left it at what it was. You noticed you got blocked. Take some self-accountability and be like, Gemini blocked me because I was a raging cunt the whole week. And move on with life. But instead, it's sending me text messages, blocking my number, and then sending you messages still saying, oh, I want to talk to Gemini. If somebody doesn't want to talk to you and they tell you, because I wasn't quiet about like why I'm not fucking with you. So if you know that, don't then keep on harassing people. Like, and that's where people go into like abusing other people and they act like they're not is if somebody is doing everything to distance themselves from you and they don't want to be a part of it anymore, stop chasing them. If you know that like, you fucked up and you, you know, they need to, to hear my apology or whatever. I'm good. You didn't do it when there was an opportunity to talk face to face. And now you're being a punk and you want to do it when everybody's back home. And not only is it harassing to me, it's harassing to you for you to be getting text messages after you just endured the same thing too. What are you supposed to do? Relay a message for her? What's weird is that we all wanted to talk face to face like a grown fucking adult and have some accountability. And then that wasn't even possible. Like, I just don't get why anyone that is a grown woman would plan a trip for three people to come to her home for six nights and then completely go left field talking about I'm off work and not getting paid. Although I just got an $8,000 check all in the bragging about getting bragging about how much you get on your tax return and that it's thousand more than you expected and all this money and then sit here and be a fucking bougie ass bitch about nothing but not even bougie that's the wrong word because she wasn't at all it was the complaining about money and complaining about all of the things at random times after you just tell everybody how you're eight thousand dollars richer and how you have way more money than you guys had needed and so you have to call your husband to figure out how you're going to spend the extra couple thousand dollars like (laughs) I'm happy for you that's fucking dope that you manifested that amount of money and that you can do that like that is fucking incredible don't turn around and try and make problems for no reason I mean I wouldn't even use the word manifested I feel like you know maybe like at different times in her life spirit is trying to bless her so that she can be generous and maybe change the tune like wow I just got an extra thousand dollars fuck that fire pit if we don't use it what's sixty dollars but how many times like you said did she mention that fire pit when we used it for s'mores and sat out there for hours in the freezing cold looking at the stars just because it was so beautiful and like what blew my mind is that never once did she stargaze and that was the whole thing I told her that I wanted to do like other people maybe have said other things they wanted to do but stargaze was number one on my list because the stars out there in the desert are beautiful you can see everything and I feel like I'm channeling like 
you know, native spirits because it's like, you know, that's what like led them and like maps and like that's how they knew where they were and stuff. And so and there were so many stories down there too about like like even on the um the Hell's Revenge, there was a thing on the website I was looking at about like the stars and how they were used to guide over those rocks and like all kinds of shit. So like that was a whole theme that you even talked about on the drive in. Like it was obvious that we planned on using it. You were all excited when we went back inside talking about how Venus and Jupiter were so fucking bright. And um, we were, you know, trying to share that excitement. And it's the, yeah, I, isolating yourself from those experiences. But I'm grateful that I got to have those experiences with you because I sat outside. I stargazed with you. I, you know, you opened your app. We looked at what the different things were. We found out what planets were there. We had like deep conversations and even though in my mind, when we would have gotten together, would have been like a business trip, quote unquote. I loved that we didn't do business on this trip. We literally were like chilling out. I love that you were my personal shopper on Monday. I love that I'm now going to send you a budget so that you can just be my personal shopper because that's what we need to have in life. I'm wearing pink because of you, holla to girl. We got a matching shirt, y'all. I got that same shirt that she has on. We have matching slides now. Yeah, and they're pink and black. Look, we compromise. It's like the Wednesday Adams and her friend, <laughs> the pink and black slides. <laughs> um, uh, at home with those shoes, Brian was like, I think this was good for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I just want to say one more thing. I absolutely love everyone who gets it, who gets the vision. By now, the vision is we're not fucking competing. We're not asking for permission. And we're going to do whatever the fuck we want. So if you rock with those three uh, mission statements, then keep listening, keep writing. We keep getting requests to add our podcast to Amazon. So maybe coming soon. And also want to say we are so grateful for every single person who has been sharing the podcast that sends it to friends, like stuff like that really means a lot because people know about music and, and different things through word of mouth, like referrals mean everything. And it really means a lot. Everyone who has been writing, I know that we're starting to really build such a big community together with both of our platforms that I'm just extremely grateful to everybody. And I love you all. Yeah, I love it too. Um, I do think it's interesting and we've talked about it before, but even though we do completely different things, we collect the same kind of energy and the same intention with that energy. And so it's so cool that we independently do our things that end up becoming kind of our group thing. And I love when people are like, I'm getting a reading from you because I've gotten a reading from Rampage and she recommended her podcast and like whatever. Um, and then speaking of your reading, yeah, I didn't want to pull out my cards on that trip. I felt so funky that what I didn't want to happen is because I couldn't regulate my energy while we were there, even though like I, I was doing my best, I didn't want to project anything onto the reading that I was giving. And every time I would go in there to grab my cards, it just didn't feel right. And I didn't feel like you and I work on a timeline with things and that if it's not the right time, you also weren't, I also don't think that you were in your element to be receiving message either. 
No, honestly, I needed a Glade plug-in at the last spot we were at. And then I needed about <laughs> I needed about 50 more feet in that other space. Like that shit was a little tiny. And a lot of people on the TikTok feed right now are saying that they're really proud of us for handling it, um, handling the situations the way that we did. A lot of people are like, all had me at stargazing. Um <laughs> But at the end of the day, I think that there was a test in there, Pluto moving into Aquarius. The first start day of Aries season, it was the new moon while we were there. It was St. Patrick's Day, who was actually against the pagans. So I don't really celebrate it. It's not like a thing for me. Oh, we didn't celebrate it. Yeah. I mean, I like green, so I'll wear green every once in a while, whatever. But um, and then also it was a spring solstice. So like, how do you have four and then Pluto moving into Aquarius for the first time in like 300 years? And then he's going to go in retrograde and move back into Capricorn and then move back into Aquarius, then move back into Capricorn, then back into Aquarius. It's crazy. So it's about to get crazy for like the next three years. I'm not scared, but it as an astrologer, I know it's going to get crazy, but I want it to get crazy for change, crazy for recycling, crazy for fucking healing. Like we're crazy for fucking sobriety in this bitch. Like <laughs> with your blessings by blocking them, by not believing you deserve them, by fucking masking your true potential, by drinking away your fucking productivity because it makes you feel like shit the next day and then you complain more. Like, there's so many levels to it. And as an adult, you have to take accountability in every way. And no, I'm not worried about the reading. Actually, I just booked the reading just because I wanted to support you. I don't even pay for readings for people because when I do a Celtic cross for myself spirit gets wild with it like spirit goes so wild whenever I actually like put in a lot of intention for a reading but normally me I'm just like what's a quick card like pull out a bunch of cards and then I do a quick message and I just put them back like I don't do elaborate readings for myself all the time because I just know things like I don't need to ask the cards to know the things if you've ever gotten a reading with me then you know that I've said something and then the card will come out and say the same thing or like I'll say literally exactly what comes up next like every time so you know the way that things are happening right now especially with the podcast is we're about to take shit next level I'm really feeling ignited Aries season is my favorite season because y'all know my birthday's coming up now we got Gemini's birthday up next and there's just going to be a lot a year anniversary of the podcast so we know who's been jocking our style because it's a year later baby and you're just now on board it's fine it's fine do you but don't try to take the original and make a copy and think it's gonna work for you and that's it that's all I have that's all I have too I feel like I have said um many a thought, many a feeling. Um, again, I'm just, I'm really grateful to not have caught a case in Utah. I just want to thank sweet little baby Jesus, newborn six ounce little baby Jesus for that. I want to thank, um, Paige. I want to thank my husband for talking me off the ledge. Thank you. <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, we were laughing so hard. Me, Jackie and Gemini were in the bed and we were laughing so hard on Sunday night, like to the point of tears. And I just want to add a few of those little details because it was so fucking funny. I literally was doing this perception of the husband's like the girl's husband and Gemini's husband. And I was like, you're never leaving the house again. Is it over 24 hours? We'll need to double check. Do I have their background check yet? Like, do they have a car? Is there two? Do they have a dog? Does it? I have just <laughs> like, like, why in the 
fuck did you guys not get your own rental? He's like, you and Paige, he's like, you and Paige have enough invested in each other that like you could trust if Paige was driving you around. He's like, but you guys should have never gone down and put somebody else that you don't rock with like that in charge of having the vehicle. He had told me that before I went down there. So I had to be like, you're right. Which like, I fucking, I did it, but I really didn't like it. And, um, we just need to next time he's like i'll come on your trip next time he's like you guys are going to monterey i'll be your cameraman i won't i won't get in the way of things but you'll have he can he's like you'll have security i told him what you said when you were like good i need a little more masculine energy in my life (laughs) and he goes what does that mean and i said well like if like a tire blows or like we need a light bulb change or something like that like i'll change the light bulb but (laughs) no like for a while like my big brother, he'd come over and be like changing my air filter. So then I texted him recently and was like, Yeah, I've been changing my own air filter now. So just let you Shayla know. said spicy land. It is spicy as fuck. And you want to know something? I am so fucking proud of us for just like not snapping on her as a duo. Because if we both would have went after her at the same time, they're probably she probably would have she kept using the word feeling attacked we never attacked her just because all three people are sitting in the common area of a fucking 450 square foot double wide cabin or whatever or like double level we were not in girls even when we all sat together and even after she was doing what she was doing there was never a toxic like you know when there's a toxic energy of like nobody here fucks with me and like you feel uncomfortable none of us exuded that energy towards her it's the reason why she says well on saturday everybody you know didn't tell me that they had a problem we all wanted to talk to you you didn't want to talk to us and we're not gonna be miserable the rest of our trip yeah and she left again on saturday Like the Airbnb was already booked, but we were still trying to talk things out. Cause like, we thought that when we went to our Airbnb, that maybe we would still chill and like have dinner. She was saying that, you know, her husband was going to cook dinner, da, 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 da. Well, the moral of that story is it just kept getting worse and worse as Saturday went on. And then yes, we went on the ATV and we all had a great time, but we also, I was scared to death. I know Jim and I was real scared. I was scared, but I was having fun because I like to be scared. But Jim I was, and I was like in pain and not all loving it. She was loving yeah. it. Well, like, here's my thing is I told her before we even went on the trip and she talked about ATVs. Like, I don't think that it's a shock to anybody that like I have a brain disease and I'm sick, right? And like my head hurts and I'm like, my face hurts. So going out on an ATV when I'm already having issues with elevation and going further up in elevation when I'm in pain and having my whole body jostled around and having loud noises of ATVs and whatever, I wasn't, I didn't want to go and do that. The only reason why I went and did that is because it was such a big deal. And the whole time it was you guys don't want to do what I want to do. No, it's me who doesn't want to go on ATVs. So if you're going to take it out on everybody the whole time, I will go on the ATV. Like if that's what it takes, I will do that. And so I was mad the whole time that even if I'm having a, you know, even if it's fun while we're doing it, it's the fact that I'm here because you didn't respect me saying no. And I had to do something I didn't want to do in order to keep peace with other people so that it didn't get projected onto you. And the only reason why everybody was just chill and there was no problems is because we were literally, we couldn't speak. We were inside of a thing. The only thing you can do is cheer the person on who has your life there. <laughs> 
So you bet that every time you you get to the top of that ridge and we didn't die, I'm like, fuck yeah, daddy, hit the gas harder. Like you bet your bottom dollar. Doesn't mean I like you. Honestly, how much more subliminal could it have been when you sat directly behind her where you couldn't even see her? <laughs> like, I don't know how many more subliminal messages could have been there for you because you already knew, like you told us, like I told you that it would be dependent on how other things went. Like, <clears throat> cause she didn't actually go off on me, even though she was talking shit. I didn't like get that full on projection, but then as the trip went on, she continued it. And then I was like, okay, yeah, like this is kind of getting old or whatever. And then you were like, oh, I'm blocking her. Like, I'm never going to talk to her again. Like you knew that from like the moment Friday night happened. As soon as she yelled at me, I was like, I will get through this weekend because even if the girls don't want an Airbnb, I'm getting an Airbnb and I will never talk to this bitch again ever in my life. And I stuck to that. As soon as we were done, I blocked her on everything. It should not be a shock. I was not quiet about my feelings. But again, I will never be the mean girl who needs to use my energy in a way to make somebody feel uncomfortable when I've already expressed verbally that like, I'm not okay with this. I'm not gonna, I am just not the person who will make somebody uncomfortable in a situation that they can't escape. That would be me doing exactly what she did. And I would never do that to somebody. So yeah. And actually, like I said earlier, like going on a trip with multiple people, especially over the number three, four, five, six, seven, the fact that there was 10 people next door to us in a cabin the same size as ours with a shower that only would get hot enough for one shower um, is baffling to me because not only did they have 10 people, they had more people stop by and two dogs at one point two huge dogs like a husky and another big ass dog that I don't know the name so the fact that there's 10 people because either a they all were drinking I think I think they all were over there drinking which is the message of like we're gonna go to the fucking mountains and drink seltzers and take our dogs hiking or whatever okay that's the message but like never once did drinking or alcohol even get brought up to me whatsoever from her in the group text that me, her and Jackie had, which really frustrates me because she felt comfortable enough to tell you that was the plan that she was going to bring a little alcohol. She told me that morning when you guys were still asleep and we hadn't surprised you yet. That was one of the first things that she told me was at night. Sometimes I like to have a little bit of wine. So I'm going to bring a little bit of wine. I hope you guys won't mind. I know that you guys don't drink. Like I don't plan on getting drunk or anything. And I was like a glass of wine to like unwind because she's not devil's lettuce friendly. And we are like, okay, if that's your thing, I'm imagining a glass of wine. I don't mind that. He didn't even but bring wine though. That's what's confusing me. Bring wine. Vodka and wine are very very different things first of all and second of all no wine there was no wine there I, was a wine opener there was no wine I still don't understand the hypocrisy of nobody else drinks vodka and I do and everybody else does this that I don't do so I better talk a whole bunch of shit to those three people that I told them I was gonna be the hookup for like I just I'll I'll just never talk to that person again it's all Gucci I like if I saw them, I would say, fuck you. I would not just walk by. <laughs> I'm not that person. Like, I, I love that you're like, I'll just remember all the good things about it. And I'm like, it takes a lot for me to be like, actually, I like to avoid conflict because I don't trust myself in conflict. So I try really hard to avoid it. But 
if you and I have a problem and I try to talk to you and I try to resolve it and you tell me to go fuck myself, I, if you wanted to be on site with me, that would be totally fine with me. I'll play the game. What's crazy is like everyone was being extremely nice and she was the only one being mean. And the last thing that I ever want to say about this is like, once again, I'm here asking you, do not host people you don't fucking know if you think there's even one chance that you might not like them. Because if you don't like yourself, you probably won't like them. So moral of our story is do not play games with Gemini because it is on site. If so, I also want to say one other thing, um, because I know that you plan to take your spouse to the same desert that you just took us to and talked to a bunch of dudes in and told us to keep a secret for you. So if I was you, this is just like, you know, a little bit of uh, like female camaraderie over here and advice. I wouldn't take your husband into the desert where you were just fucking around, whether that be emotionally, mentally, physically, whatever it was that you were doing. I wouldn't take my husband into that desert where you want secrets to be hidden because everybody that you think rides solid for you, I'm sure that you treat the exact way that you treated us and they will spill your secrets. And if you think that dudes that are fucking with you while you're married won't tell your husband to blow up your cover, you are sadly mistaken. And it's small town drama. And I felt like I was consumed into like, a sitcom while we were gone and the drama and plot was you wanting us to lie to your husband and I think the more that you did things wrong or the more that you felt guilty or the more that whatever was going through your head and that you drank and thought about it and thought about it I think there is something going on there and it probably wouldn't be in the best interest I agree but do you boo-boo because we ain't worried about it also, since you were telling your husband about the details of the trip, but only your side, I think that if you are listening to the podcast, you should just let him listen to the whole podcast so that he can get all uh, different angles of the story instead of just yours. That would be, you know, I just think that would be dope since you wanted to include him in on the trip anyways, and he didn't get to see what it was really like. I just think it would be really dope if you didn't lie to him further. That's my, as one wife to another wife, stop being a traveling hoe. That's all. The thumbs up literally came up again while you were saying that. On God. On God. Stop it. I swear, I don't know what's going on, but Spirit is on one. Like, I haven't even ever seen that do that. And I don't even, it says reactions, but you're not clicking it right here. Look, I just did one. I did one for you. Spirit's reacting. Spirit's doing the most. We approve this message. Look, now yours is doing it. Now what the fuck? Do you see it? Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know what's going on. That is so weird, but all right. We love you all. Thank you for coming to Spicy Land. We'll see you next time on Lick It Like a Lollipop. Bye.